Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi there, I'm Maureen McGoodwin, founder and CEO of Career Contessa, the largest online career resource built inclusively for women. I also have the privilege of hosting our new podcast, The Females. We're here to help with real talk career advice from CEOs, authors, creatives, and other experts to give you real strategies for building a successful career all on your own terms. Each episode of The Females is sure to not only inspire, but also to motivate you to take action and move your career forward. Be sure to tune in every Tuesday for new episodes and follow along on careercontessa.com. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat, and I'm your host, Amanda, bringing you the latest in all celebrity gossip, reality TV recaps, and anything happening in Hollywood right now that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat. You guys, Dylan Barber of... Hannah Brown season, which I feel like we all forgot because let's be honest, that wasn't where you shone. Yes. You Very shone true. on BIP. Yes. I knew that was going to happen though. <laughs> Wait, really? I think everybody knew that was going to happen. Well, there was, there, there were two routes. There was like okay. the first one like, we came off and I was like, okay, like, that was fun. Didn't really do much. And then going into the second one, I was like, okay, I'm either going to be there for a while or I'm going to get sent home in the first week. So after the first week, I was like, oh, nice. This is going to be super fun. Wait, let's go back to Hannah Brown. You were how old when you went on her season? Uh, 24. Did you for serious think like I might get engaged at the end of this? I thought it was a possibility. My, my whole thing was like, yeah, I mean, like there's a total chance. Like, why not? I could, I, why can't I meet somebody that I absolutely love? And but you know, but we, you didn't have problem finding girls. You're a good looking guy. You're in California. Like, did you ever have problems? Like, did you ever think like, oh, I'm gonna have to meet someone in a I, weird way? No, I was like really shy before going on, and then also I just like worked a ton, so I didn't like go out to the bars like that much. Like, we were just working really hard on our startup, and at that point, and I just come out of a relationship. Like, we broke up in October, and the show reached out in November and they were like, and I was like, you know what? I'll give it a try. Why not? So wait, did you apply or did you get like scouted? Scouted. Yeah. They DM me on Instagram. I got married too young. I probably would have gotten DM'd if I didn't. Right. Probably. (laughs) Wait, wait, were you active on social media? Like, were you putting shirtless like ab pics and stuff? Well, (laughs) 
So the way, it, the way it started was we were like, hey, let's turn like my Instagram into like a micro like influencer. And then when we get like 6,000 followers, we can post about our app. This is a genius idea. Wait, so you were doing the app before. Tell, tell us quickly about your app so we know what we were ta- you're talking about. Yeah. So my cousin and I started Advisor and like the whole goal is to help people develop healthier habits. So every day you work out, you can donate a meal to a family in need. So whether that's like Feeding America, San Diego Food Bank, and each day you donate, you get points and you can use it for like free drinks, appetizers at places like Takaya, True Food Kitchen, Flower Child. Wait, so I work out. Yeah. Tell me again. I download the app. You download the app. You go work. Yeah. And once I you hit a certain threshold, whether it's like 10,000 steps or 30 minutes, or you like take a class at SoulCycle, you can donate a meal for free. So all you have to do is just open the app and click donate. And then you get points and you use those points for free drinks and food for yourself. So it's like, oh, wow. So how do you make money? Just like brand partnerships. So Mm, I see. Yeah. So brands will like, they want you to know like the charitable contributions they're doing. And so like, that's kind of, the- I see. Oh, wow. That does give motivation. If I knew that I, if I did something, it would help other people. Yeah. We've donated, I think 460,000 meals. So the goal is that's to amazing. Get- yeah. The goal is to get to a million, like around February of next year. I think that's super possible. So you were like, I want this app to work. Nobody knows me or cares let's I have you know assets I let's <laughs> wait is your cousin not cute why did he want you to do it well she's a girl and like we oh. were, yeah so we, we were like this would be funny like let's see what we can do and then mm-hmm. and, and and then we we like started posting like these like funny pictures like like you were saying like some shirtless but like all of them were me in the beach like somewhere in the like the ocean and then and then I, I, I'm trying to think what was the timeline of this when Hannah Brown was Bachelorette? No, I'm, I'm trying to think when, because I, I think I started doing this and then started dating someone like a month later, two months later. I, I started also, doing- I'm trying to picture you doing it and you're, no. you, for people know that know you, like I do, no, for, that know you or see you on social media, like you're snarky, you're funny, you're like, you know, you were obviously, you're part, part of this franchise, but you have a way of kind of like making fun of it. So how did you take yourself seriously posting like? Oh, it was awful. It was awful. <laughs> yeah. I hate, I hate taking pictures. Like I hate having my picture taken. Like my mom has complained about it since I was six. Like, I just ruin every picture because I hate it. So that was really difficult. But then like when you take 500, there's bound to be one in there. So we did that. And then, and then a few months later, I had a girlfriend and then kind of like stopped doing that shit. And then we broke up and then I literally went to the same place again <laughs> that we did the first time. And then they DM me when I was there and they're like, Hey, what's up? But it was, it was so, and I, we didn't expect like any of that to happen. And I initially said no. So they were like, Hey, do you want to go to the show? I'm the casting producer. I was like, no, like, no, thanks. Not interested. Cause I've never seen it. I have no idea what it is. Uh, and then I come out, I tell my mom about it and she's like, you know what, what's the worst that can happen? Wait, you've never seen it. Yeah. Prior to that, I'd never seen it. Have you, you've heard about it though? I was like familiar. I like know what that, I think I feel like everybody knows like what it is, but I've never seen yeah. it. Okay. So you get in, you're on Hannah Brown season. What, what other guys were on that season? So in my, I remember in my limo, it was me, Mike Johnson, Jed Wyatt, Devin Harris. And oh, I, Jed. I'm trying to think who else there was one other person. Wait, So you get in the limo. I'm trying to like picture this thing. You get in the limo with these people in the back of your head. 
you were like, shitting maybe. Shaking my pants. I was absolutely shaking my pants. I was so nervous. I need to go watch your intro to her again. Do you remember what you said? So I was first. I was technically first out of the limo. And then, so this was like the, and I could tell that we were the first limo because we came out and it was still kind of bright out. So we had to like wait till it got dark and we got in the car and we pull up and I'm sitting on the left side and Jed is sitting on the right side. And I'm like, oh, Jed's like, we're going to pull around and Jed's going to be first. I was like, okay, that <laughs> like, makes sense. Like good looking guy. And then like, she's like, okay, you're up. And they just open up the door and I have to get out of the car and start going. So I, but did you have a, pl- a plan? Like what you were going to say? I tried to just be like a completely normal person, which I feel like yeah. is in this situation. So I right. practiced my being normal in my room, which was, I thought was like hilarious. So I, I just got out of the car. They tell you to take a deep breath. I take a deep breath and you have to button your jacket. I started fumbling and like, and they cut it down. I think about it. You all do like come out and go, huh? Because when you get out of the car, there's like hanging lights. There's all these cameramen. Like it's, it's insane. It looks like a movie set. Like that was when it became a reality is when they opened the door. And then uh, I get out, I take a breath, I try and button my jacket. I can't. So I have to like sit there like awkwardly looking at her for like 20 seconds as I try to like button this. I walk up, I forget to say my name. And I was just like, so awesome to meet you. I was hoping you'd be the bachelorette. I can't wait to get to know you more. Give her a hug. And then I walk inside. I just sit on the couch alone and just drink Chardonnay. <laughs> so surreal probably no you're like where am i it was pretty wild actually that's a lie i didn't drink the first night so that that was like i didn't want to be what, that you made guy. a conscious decision not to drink yeah i didn't want to be that guy i was like i don't want to get too fucked up like my number one goal is to not get sent home night one like that is that was my number why because you didn't want to be like in, like in, embarrassed by that yeah it's just tough so i was like i just need like a I need an opportunity to like actually get to know this person. I can't get sent home. So I was like, I'm just not going to drink. I'm going to be completely, this is who I am. Let's do something fun. That kind of thing. Wasn't Did even you guys time. have a vibe, you and Hannah B? Uh, I mean, it was more like friendly. Yeah. I was like really nervous and I had a, a difficult time opening up and like being like my normal self that I feel like with Hannah, I can do easily where I like make jokes and do yeah. all shit with her. It was like, always I was struggling with like do I even like like what this is and then also do I want to because I'm very picky in terms of like who you like I feel like a lot of people are like who you bring in your circle and who you like open up to and it's not everybody I don't want to say like deserves to see that side of you but I wanted to make sure that like we were on the same page while she's simultaneously like dating 20 other 30 other people so you stuck around I feel like for a little bit, no? Yeah, yeah I, I think I was like the eighth. We made it to Latvia. I was like the eighth or something person. Well, thank God you made it to Latvia. <laughs> God, once once they said Latvia, I was like, oh, great, perfect. So then when we actually when we got sent home from there, they're like, hey, we'll fly you anywhere in the world. Like, where do you want to go? I was like, send me to London, fuck it. So then I got on a plane and flew straight to London and spent the night there and like went out and partied like by myself, essentially. And then the next 24. Well, Hannah was 24 too. Hannah B was also 24. Yeah, we were both 24. My season, I feel like was kind of focused around three people. And it was like Jed Tyler and and Luke P. And then everybody else. Oh, you were with Tyler. You were with Tyler. Because I remember that's when your snarkiness kind of came out. I think when Tyler was exploding on social media and you always had something kind of funny to say. You had to bring him down to earth. I, I agree, dude. I, I 
I mean, I'll be honest with you. I used to hate on him a little bit because I, I, it was overwhelming. You know, you, I know you went on a friend of my podcast, Jared Freed. Oh yeah. Comedian. And he made such a funny joke about Tyler that I was like peeing my pants because he was just saying how Tyler is one of those lucky guys that got very lucky in his portrayal on the show and that women everywhere, you know, when Hannah didn't want to have sex with him and he was like, (laughs) okay, we were all like, oh my God, he just, he just accepted the fact that she didn't want to have sex. We like, our standards are very low as women is what is what (laughs) Yeah, he's a good guy. I like Ty a lot. He's just like super, just like laid back and chill, which you wouldn't expect for like someone in that position when you're like the hottest guy on the planet. And you're dating Gigi Hadid, yeah. Yeah, and like dating Gigi and other like, you know, supermodels and things like that. But no, he's a good guy. He, uh, I'm like super interested. I always have this thing, this isn't like relevant to Tyler, but like what people do next, like after the show. So different about you. I mean, what do you mean, Dylan? What do people do now after the fucking Bachelorette? They 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 want to become influencers now. Yeah, but like in five years, like are people going to care? That's the question. That's what I I like. The, the second I came off, I was like, okay, like whatever. I'm going to go back to work. Like at, at the end of the day, like That's I'm going to go back. Amazing. Yeah. And, but you didn't get to talk about your app. On the show. I well, I didn't want to because I didn't. Want oh, to, you didn't want to? No, I, Hannah Brown had no idea what I did for a living. I didn't even bring it up. I didn't tell Hannah until... What did they write as your thing? Just tech entrepreneur. My whole thing was like, I didn't go there. Like, I think people like our app because it's like the great thing that it is versus because this guy who went on some dating show started it. So I didn't want to... I'm trying to think there was a dude, Peter. He's the two. Yeah. No, that's amazing. Yeah. Peter. There was that guy that looked like Nick Vile, but like... Kila, right? And he got he got shit for like saying some like something about And that happened in that happened in Paradise too. For who? That happened in Paradise. That was a shit show when that happened. But like I mean 90% of the people who like start drama like that just want to be on TV. But okay, but you just admitted that you did start the like start being more on Instagram to kind of help grow that and then have it become maybe like the app. Yeah. Oh, oh, totally. But you didn't go on The Bachelorette for that reason at all? No, that came out of nowhere. Because that's like, really? that's what I was, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like people like the app because they like the app versus like me going on and talking about it. Be like, oh, Dylan does this thing, so I'm going to do it. Like, what's yeah. the girls thing where Regina George cuts like the holes in her shirt? And- <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I use that every, uh, I- Regina George, uh, George wore army pants and flip flops. So I did. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's like, I didn't want to convolute those things. So when I went on, I never talked about it. I don't think anybody. You really didn't. Good for you. They didn't know what I did. Because I was like, that's not what I'm here for. And I think that was proven in Mexico. Well, that's amazing. And I feel like that's very special that you had a job, still have your thing. And like you said, I want to know in five years what's going to happen to to so many people. But there are a lot of people that, you know, took shit and leveraged it or, you know. Like Caitlin Bristow, I feel like is a really good example of that. She's like a really smart business person. So I definitely admire her. It was funny in this season. Did you catch when Taisha, when Riley, who's a lawyer, asked Taisha what she does? And she said she's in the beauty and health space. I did see that. And she travels a lot for work. Which no shame in the game, you no know, shame. there really isn't shame in the game. But Riley is like, actually, he's like, 
What what does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean. But you are now an influencer, kind of. I mean, you have like hundreds of thousands of, of followers on Instagram. You're an Insta boyfriend. I am an Insta fiance. Insta fiance. Fiance. Is there anything happening with that? Like a wedding? A wedding? Yeah. We started to talk about like what we want, but with everything that's going on, the dates are, you yeah. know, when, when is it going to be? I mean, at, at least I was saying 2022, just because like you have to start planning a year out and it's already the end of the year and like you probably don't want to. So you guys, Dylan is the cutest thing. I feel like I'm like, you're so Hannah G is very special for those of you that don't know. Uh, Dylan and Hannah G met on, on paradise where we need to talk about it because I've never seen someone so intentional. You came in like Hannah G like uh, you fucking mark that shit. You peed on that shit. How <laughs> were you stalking the shit out of her before? Like how That's if what... I was Hannah B I'd be like super, I'd be like, damn, he didn't, he wasn't that into me. <laughs> I guess that's true. It, it's a lot harder. Like I always say, if, if Hannah G was the bachelorette, it probably wouldn't have worked out. I just think that mm. environment is not conducive to relationships. Like let's call a spade a spade. But for Paradise, yeah, I, I, we had like briefly run into each other in LA. And I was like, okay, this girl seems, you know, super cool. And then we started like texting and things like that. And then I kind of just realized that I, I had this idea that, when I got there, if she was who I thought she was, then it, it would be it would be a wrap. So like the first day, I actually talked to every girl on the beach. Except but why, her. when you met her, didn't you like get things going? When you said you like ran into her in LA, it wasn't really the environment. And then hmm. also, I kind of just like I wanted to do this in the first place. I was like, hey, we're both going. Why would I not go spend a month in Mexico with her? Mm. But she didn't know this. She didn't know this is what you were planning. Well, I played it very coy. Very, it, I call it my master plan. So she still references it to this day. She's like, what else is in the plan? I'm like, well, you'll find out. So you get that. So you're into her, but not, not in the like obsessive way. You were like, she seems really cool. If she's going, I feel like we could really hit it off in that kind of a way. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was my, that was my kind of thing. Like I tried to be careful and not talking to anyone else before the show because I was like I don't even want to get in trouble for wow, what we you're thought. You're a calculated dude Dylan. Well listen if you want to know you had no you had no um what's the word I'm looking for there was no like like you're you're alluding kind of to what happened to poor Blake yeah on your season of Bachelor in Paradise which uh we were talking about Lori who does your PR she got mad at me the other day for for calling out Blake and calling him a play a play so Dylan and Hannah G you were both on on the season of Bachelor in Paradise where Blake was hashtag stagecoach yeah yeah but so how that, could you have known and been smart about that when there was no precedent that's what I was looking for Blake just, made a precedent now no one's gonna do that everyone's I, gonna be like I'm not fucking with that I figured, I figured everybody talk to everybody because I was hearing who other who two people that were talking like my friend would be like yo did you know that this person's talking to this person like and I was like oh you guys are so incestuous in bachelor nation oh, huh? yeah oh my god can only imagine the shit that goes on it's nuts okay so you heard people were talking you're like I have my eyes out of Hannah G like, yeah so I yeah so I got there and I was like really close to my producer so we were talking about it he's like who else do you want to talk to I was like come on 
his name's Todd. I was like, Todd, come on, like, we're nobody else. So then we we get there, and I like wanted to make sure. So I talked to every girl besides Hannah, and then I was like, okay, now I'm gonna go talk to Hannah. And then after we talked the first time, I was like, oh, yeah, I was right. And then it went from there. Have you always been so good at like no knowing shit like that? No, no, okay. not. At all. It was really weird. It was like. I, I remember a conversation that we had in like an interview on the show. Like when you do the one on, when you do like the interviews with the camera, the whatever the ITMs. And I remember he, he was like, why, why is it, why is this the first time? Like what's different about this? And then I think we just had like a realization that this kind of thing probably never happens. So it was just like succumb to it. Like just give in and just like commit full force and see where it goes. And I was like, all right, fuck it. So I'd say that was probably the first time I've done that. Wow. And Hannah, I mean, I know this is a sore subject, but we're talking about it and it's in the past, but she had a thing with Blake. Yeah. I mean, this was like, it's November. This was a year and a half ago now. Right. It's really, it's not like a big deal, but yeah, that was definitely annoying. But you still (laughs) stuck to your guns. You're like, yeah, no, it's me and you. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that was like the, the, the turning point, I was like, why am I so willing to continue to just like get punched in the, in the balls, like routinely. Uh, and that's when I feel like I kind of realized that like, this was something different. And I was like, okay, like this is, this is worth it. And then at the end, like, I remember at the rose ceremony, I was like, uh, whatever happens happens. And then like, we'll kind of see, but I remember talking like right before we were talking, we had like a, so they actually switched it. I don't know if you remember the episode, but it starts with Tell us a little picnic. And then them going their stupid little mariachi thing. <laughs> it was the other way around. They did the little mariachi thing. I went and cried like a little baby. And then, and then we go up to my, my producer's room and I'm sitting on the bed. He was like, do you want to go home? And I was like, fuck, man, I don't know. And then he's like, well, we can go home right now. He's like, the car's right there. We can just leave. I was like, no, nah, we got to go get my girl. And then we go back down. And then I was like, hey, I planned something for us because she had said like a week before that she likes picnics. So I like made a little picnic Then we went over and we were like talking and then we just stayed there the entire time until the rose ceremony. So then it was like, what's going to happen? And then, then we saw what happened. And it's sort of like the situation where it's like, I'm sure it happened to so many of us without a happy ending like this. When you're like, I know this is it. He just doesn't know it or she just doesn't know it. And sometimes they don't like you back and you have to accept that. But with you, it's like, like you said, you had this feeling I feel like all of us watching knew that like that you were the right choice and like she wouldn't we didn't I don't think we saw with Blake what you guys kind of had anyway. Yeah. But that's amazing. You fought for it. Yeah. And you got it. That's crazy. Like you manifested that shit, wanted it and got what you wanted. It was pretty cool. I got to say, I remember sitting there and then when she like gave me the rose for the second time and I went back and stood in line, I was just like, holy shit, what just happened? I was like, I, like, this never happens. I was like, this never happens, ever. And I was like, this is amazing. Hell yeah. And then we went on the date next, the next day. And then here we are. So it was, it was pretty. And then you, pro- and then you freaking, were you nervous about proposing? Yeah. Like, were you, I, like, even though you knew, like, she was the one, did you still feel like, wait, this is well, really serious? It's, it's really easy to, like, love someone and be, like, super into them. Be like, wow, life's amazing. I mean, you're literally in Mexico. For 30 something days, all you can eat, all you can drink, everybody's fun, cool, there's TV cameras. And then when you leave, all that shit goes away. So it's like, 
what's that going to be like? So I was nervous about that. So I would say a majority of our conversations were what's life like after this? And like, what do you like outside of this? Because uh, you're there for 28 days, but then you have however many after outside of it. So, so out it. of 28 days, when did you start being just you and her? They, like the second rose ceremony was the sixth day. And oh, then so I took from her- the sixth day till the 20. 20- so the Blake drama wasn't even that long, like in it real was, life. It was really only three days. Because the first mm. three days, we were kind of like flirting around, hanging out with each other. And then the second week, which was like the fourth to the sixth, like that was really the drama. That's why I was so annoyed. That's why I was so frustrated. I was like, why, why is this happening? Yeah. But you're cool with Blake now. I, I mean, like, are, are we going to go like get beers together? I don't know. Maybe. But, but you commented something funny about him too the other day. Yeah, I mean, we like to, I like to make jokes about it. We're really cool. I don't hate him. He I commented, I think, okay, this is what happened, you guys. There were rumors that Becca K and Blake H are uh, dating. Do you know if that's true? No, but I feel like probably not. Probably not. So your, Lori, who does your PR, she posted a shirtless pic of Blake. You look good. And she <laughs> and then she wrote that he's single. And then you commented. I think I said, because there's not, because there was no bitches <laughs> here or something like that. So you're not good friends, but you bust his balls and he's fine with it. Were yeah. you, was there an ounce of you that was kind of happy to see him go down after BIP? I mean, because he went down hard. It wasn't only. 100%. I was so happy because I was just like. <laughs> I don't know how honest you are. 100%. I was stoked. Like, I wish I made burner accounts and, like, fueled the fire. But I, like, look, looking, like, looking back on it, that's just because I was, like, angry. Just, like, yeah. angry at the situation. Like, in, in hindsight, like, he didn't do anything. Right, uh, and he doesn't owe you anything either. You're not friends. We're not friends. Like, he was interested. So, it's like, in hindsight, looking back on it, I was just, like, angry and at, in general. But, like, at, at the moment, oh, fuck yeah. It was great. It was great. Yeah. It felt amazing. But then I like, kind of felt bad because if it, it, it wouldn't stop, yeah. it wouldn't stop. And people were just like, people are ruthless in terms of fans, like for the show. But you're also close with Dean, right? With Deanie Babies. Yeah, I love Dean. So um, is that maybe a re- like, does that have anything to do with it? Because he's with Kaylin, who she um, had the shit with, with uh, she was played by Blake. Let's put it that way. If you guys. Yeah. I don't know. My relate like me being friends with Dean has no influence on like who else. Mm. Like I'm friends with Connor, even though they were like Connor and Kaylin kind of talked. Like you know what I mean? Like that's not. A, oh, but I, I think that, that definitely in the in the moment I was extremely happy and it was like awesome <laughs> to watch. And then afterwards, when I kind of like have let it subside a little bit, I was like, oh, okay, I felt bad. So did you and Hannah G have to have a lot of conversations about it? Or once you got back to normal life, were you like, whatever happened, happened? We talked about it every day there. Like while that was going on, like while that was going on, like she would come tell me or I would see it and I'd be like, okay, I know. And I think there's a scene where I was like, no, like I need to watch. Like I need to, I need to know. Oh my God. Oh my God. You were a masochist, whatever that's called. Like you were... (laughs) Like to know because like your imagination and things like that, like if you're insecure in a relationship and you think somebody's cheating on you, like you immediately assume the worst and you'd rather. Yeah. So I was like, I need to know, and then I can make the decision 
if I want to keep doing this. And I kept making the decision that I wanted to keep doing it. And then it was obviously the right call. And you guys flash forward. Y'all are living in San Diego. You bought a house together, a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful home. That's a big deal. You're also super young. 26. Not too young. I mean, it's young. I guess it's pretty young. Yeah. Yeah. How old is Hannah? 25. She turns 26 in February. So buying a home is a big, is a big thing. Yes. Very In San Diego. I kind of like that you guys are outside of LA. I, I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm very like thankful that I had the opportunity to like go through this experience, meet Hannah, have a great platform, do a lot of cool things, but I'm also very pessimistic about a lot that comes with it and that environment. So I too, am very happy that we're in LA. Like you don't want to be caught up in like, this is my life now. Like I'm a bachelor nation, you know, person. And this is the life I'm, I think a lot of it, like it's not real. Like people aren't real. They do a ton of shit for, to be on TV and to get like clout and all this stuff. And I, I'm like the antithesis of that. I don't like doing it. I like stirring the pot. I think that's a little different. Like I like doing things that make other people angry, but I'm also, I feel like a very realistic person and say it like it is. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm very. Well, Nick Vile put up a tweet the other day and he was like, there is no one that goes on the show to not get followers. Like, he made it sound like everyone that's going on the show is going for followers. I, there, the, I, I would say everyone that goes on the show definitely thinks about it. And, like, that's a great benefit, 100%. I think that's yeah. very, very factual. Like when I was going, I was like, oh, this would be cool. Like maybe we could do something like this would be fun. Like who cares? I'd, I'd always like when you're when prior, you always look at people who have like 20,000 followers. You're like, holy shit, like they're a celebrity. Like that's just social media, like as a whole. So yeah. I don't know. I'm pessimistic about it. I don't like it. A Is ton. Hannah like, do you guys have the same view on that kind of stuff? Well, her, her business is online. Like her business is her brand. So I think it's just like, if you can do something like super cool and impactful with that, then yeah, it's a great thing. But if you're doing like, you know, the normal shit going to like these LA parties so you can be around these people and like, just like, do I don't know. It, it, does that make any sense? I feel like you have someone in mind, but you're not going to tell me who you're talking about. Like, I feel like you have like this. It- There's like 50 people. <laughs> They're all like a, a, a ton of them. Like, like I- they probably all moved to LA right after. That's the other thing. That's what kills me. It's like, whose season was uh, P- Peter's season? I remember Maddie and uh, Hannah Ann. All moved out. The next day, they're so in love. They want to get married and have babies. The next day, they move from Oklahoma, wherever the fuck they're from, and they, they have a new apartment in LA. Like, you know what I mean? That's what makes you kind of, that's what makes me cynical about watching the show. Do I know so many couples came out of it, like you and Hannah? And I mean, there's so many couples and, and that's why there is that side of vaccination. But there's also that other side that just like proves itself every time. I remember the day, the fucking day after Peter's thing, like Maddie was hanging out with Selena Gomez. I was like, what is life? I would say 95% of the people are like that. There's a small percentage that is like very grounded and normal. Very small. Ugh, I'd like, live like for that drama. Like you, you and your friends all get together on like Monday nights, Tuesday nights, whatever, and you watch the show. Like there's 5% of people that go on 
you would actually want there to like hang out with. I guarantee it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like you're saying, you're saying that out of Bachelor Nation and you know most of them, they're like 5% are actually cool that you'd be friends with. I mean, how big is that number? Wait. How big is that <laughs> I don't know. I think you're more of a number person than I am. But what, but what you're saying is most people are thirsty, cloudy, yeah. whatever. And there's some cool people. Yeah. And like, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I stand very firmly on that. And I'm sure. Are there conventions or something? How do you all meet each other? Like on Instagram? Yeah. Everyone like knows each other. It becomes like this like. Yeah. You meet each other or if you're on like, I think Paradise is a really good way because like sure. people I feel like come and you meet all those people. And then if you're in LA, of course, you go to these events and there's other like. Are there people that's there are people that like probably secretly want to go on Paradise and then they don't get asked. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, people they'll fly down to Mexico. The show will fly them down and they never go. They like don't tell them. They never bring them to the beach. Like they don't come at the beginning. Oh my God. That's so hard being on a beach like that. Isn't it super hot and you're like sweaty and like you're next to a person you want to impress, but you're like sweating. Yeah. It's way tougher for the girls. Like I can only just make, cause I'm assuming makeup makes you hotter. Right. And then if you sweat, oh my God. if you sweat and it starts running, you have to go redo it. So it's way hotter. It's way, way harder for, for the guys. Like you shower like a couple days a week and then you just go in the pool or you go in the water and mess up your but you guys always look like you're sweating Not so much at like the rose ceremonies. I had to stop one because I got too hot. I like stop. I'm I wouldn't say I'm a diva, but like sometimes I'm like, hey, I'm fucking hot. And when I get hot, I like shut down. Hannah will say the same thing. Like I get angry. I don't want to talk to anybody. So I was wearing these like extra small shirts for some reason, and I, it was light blue. So when you sweat it like slowly turns dark blue and I'm sitting there and I'm like, yo, it's hot. Like, can we take a break? And they're like, no, we've got to keep going. The lights are shining on me talking. Oh about God, I, I don't give a shit about. And I'm like trying to drink water. And I was like, okay, I'm done. And I take my shirt off and I just like walk out and I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Then I have to like get ice on my neck and like people are rubbing ice on me and then we put it on and go back out. It's Wait, cool. there are no, there are like fans. There aren't fans on you. No. No fans. It's so hot. Like, it's insane. I lit. Wait, do you get like, I get like anxiety from being hot. So I would think that I'm going to faint. Yeah, it was, there are some like really bad nights. That it, you guys imagine being so hot and having those bright camera lights on you and no. And being nervous. Ventilation and being there. Oh my God. And wearing like a long, no, no, no. See, and you guys think it's so glamorous <laughs> and so special to be on TV. It's not. No. And. It it's super fun. Like there's a small like I feel like when you go on the show, there's like a specific route that if you get that route, because like not everything's in your control at the end of the day, like you have a blast. Like it's perfect. It's amazing. It's so much fun. You love everyone. You can like speak like my time on the show, I had a blast. Like I I would do it again, assuming the same result. Ten out of ten times. I'm sure there are a ton of people that cannot say the same. Right. So it's just like a, sometimes you just get lucky and sometimes you just kind of get, you know, screwed over. Yeah. That's how it happens. You, you essentially roll the dice. You can only do so much. Right. Yeah. You know, you guys never think about that while we're shit talking. These are real people that, you know, their outcome just wasn't sometimes so good on the show. Let's talk about this season. Yes. 
Let's do it. Don't pretend you're that into it, Dylan. We both know you barely scraped. (laughs) I think if it was switched, I probably would would be watching. Like if Tasha was first and then Claire, I would maybe like be hooked and be like, okay. Did you watch the Claire part? No. I saw the the first two episodes and I was like, it was a little much. What? It annoyed you or did you feel like you just got the gist? It it was kind of, parts of it were annoying. And then the other part, I was just like, okay, I think we kind of like all know. Yeah, I got so many messages from people that were like, we skipped it, which is crazy. Like people are I'm like committed when I start something, I follow through. But a lot of people skipped it. But I don't if I'm Tisha, I don't know why I I'm the bachelorette. Like it's not like the odds of this working are near zero. Like you come in with like 15 guys and you've got 16 days to film an entire season. Oh, she has less time to film. Oh, there's no way they filmed a full, full length season, like time wise. There's no way it was, it was no more than 30 days that she had there. No more. And I think that's a stretch. But, oh, you're saying, cause there was a certain amount of time and then there was Claire and then Tasha and a lot of her guys were old guys. And, and Claire ate up all that time in the beginning, depending on how much time it was. And Tasha only gets like the back half, like two weeks. Or three weeks tops, maybe. So I'm like, why? That is crazy. Like, what What was the point of that? I don't know. So I didn't really get that on the whole situation. I've been watching here and there because there's a few guys from San Diego. So I had to see. Who's from San Diego? Uh, Jason's from San Diego. And then Spencer, I think his name is. He's from San Diego. I don't know. I feel that. bad for Jason. I posted. He does a lot of TikToks. Not good. Not good. Not good. I saw one. I saw I saw one. The one with the cat. Which one did you see? Shirts off. And he's like. That. Wait, you're calling that a jerk off? No, this when his shirt's off and he's like doing the dice roll. Like, oh, my God. OK, so there was one worse where was- where he had the song, the Justin Bieber song. Yeah. And he was like, I'm not the guy from this show because apparently I guess he gets told that he looks like a lot of actors, which is a lot. It was a nice compliment to himself. He was like, I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. And he's like, I am Jason from The Bachelorette. I am. I did call Tasha a smoke show, like did all the shit. And I posted it. And when I post that, like I posted it as like, oh, my God, I can't. Like, I'm not going to be like, he's a fucking loser. Yeah. But a lot of the comments were like vomit emoji and shit. And his sister reached out to me. Oh, shit. And I know I felt bad. I mean, we can't assume that the Internet things don't get places, you know, so. No, she was really nice. She was just like, I'm Chasen's sister. You could imagine, you know, she was just like, listen, he's a really good guy. And I told her the truth. I was like, listen, the fact that he does horrible TikToks doesn't mean he's a bad guy, but that's a bad TikTok. And she agreed. She's like, listen, I hate TikTok. I feel bad for her. Listen, I didn't put the vomit emoji is what I'm saying. I just said, like, who's going to date you, Chasen? He went home this episode. Who's going to date a guy Doing that kind of TikTok. Peter does TikToks like that. But he's already got a girlfriend. That's true. He's safe. He's, <laughs> he's safe. Peter, Peter and uh Peter and Kelly are funny. But yeah, so he Peter and Kelly are like, I didn't know. Peter fucking fooled us. Peter didn't look like a dweeb. And then we found out he's so dweeby and like in a cute way, but he's like such a nerd. Such a They're like 
I'm like Peter. Such a nerd. I'm like Peter. You're such a nerd, dude. He's hilarious though. He's like such a, like a, a good. Yeah. He's just like a good soul and like barge. He got the reputation from Hannah's season. Oh, right. He was on your season. Yeah. He got the reputation on Hannah's season of the guy that fucked Hannah five times in a windmill. Like, imagine that's his rep. He's like five times windmill guy. But he's actually this like salsaing with his mom in the kitchen. Dude. He I I thought Peter was going to go home like the second week because I he didn't talk to anybody. I don't think any like Peter was just like there. And then. And then he just, and then came out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, Pete, what's up, man? He started doing magic tricks for us. It was hilarious. It was a good time. I got to think, I got to think our, our group of guys was like, got to be one of the best. Like they were, everybody was just so cool, super funny. But yeah, we can go back to to Tasha season. No, no, no. That's, it's so, but yeah, Peter and Kelly, listen, a lot of people are going to make fun of them for being like, I don't know what the word is. It's not basic. They're like, just doing their, they're like, yeah, that wasn't the word. <laughs> you're like just doing their thing. You're trying to be nice. No, they're like, they're like cheesy. Oh, cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're a little cheesy, but. But we love. Listen, I ship because they're the real deal. They'll probably actually get married. Yeah. And. I can see that. Who cares if he's making weird TikToks? But Jason. But Jason. <laughs> Needs to stop. Listen, again, if you have a girlfriend and you're married, then she should tell you not to do it. But if you're single, I don't get... Listen, I don't have a TikTok, so I'm like a TikTok hater. It's pretty good, though. I will say it's like... Uh, it's a good app. They didn't... They- I know. I get told. People are like, it's a better algorithm than Instagram. It's Twitter. It's visual Twitter. Like, if you get on, like, a fun... That's what's saying. There's, like, sides of TikTok. Like, there's sides of Twitter. And if you get on, like, the funny side, like, people are so creative, and they do the funniest shit I've ever seen. And you can spend hours. Do, do you do it? I try to I try to do some funny ones. I'm, I think I'm pretty funny on TikTok. Yeah? yeah? Do you have a lot of followers on TikTok? Um... I think like 185,000, something like that. I need to post more. I'm t- Han- you need to go, right? TikTok is about going viral, right? You can all of a sudden like go viral. You just got to go viral a few times. That's all it takes. And you're Addison fucking Ray. Addison Ray hanging out with the Kardashians in a dating movie. Wait, let's talk about you and Hannah G for a second. And then we'll go back to Tasia. You guys were hanging out with the Selling Sunset crew. And I need to know why. Oh, yeah. We're friends with Jason and Brett. Oh yeah, how? We uh, so we, the show ended in September, and then we went to this like this is gonna sound very like pretentious, but we went to the the Vuv, the Vuv Polo Classic in LA. So we're like, you like drink champagne, you watch polo, very very fun. And then <laughs> we're like sitting there, and this guy comes up with like two. He's got like two girls side by side. I have no idea who he is. I because I think it was the the first season had just come out or something like that. He's four feet tall. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) He's a great guy, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) that was funny. But my my best friend's girlfriend watches the show and was like a huge fan. So like started talking to him. Then we started talking to him. And then the girls he was with knew Hannah. And then everybody always knows Hannah. No one knows. They have no idea why. (laughs) And so that really eighty percent of the time. Uh, And then we just like sat down and talked and got like really, really drunk together for two hours and then exchanged numbers and then have just been like friends since. We like hang out almost every time we go up to LA. He's, he's, he's really funny. I like him. 
That's so funny because I remember, was it a Halloween? There was something and there was a group pick and I was like, wait. Yeah, that was, you know. <laughs> I was like, who's there? That is, so do you guys hang out with the girls from Selling Sunset too? Mary? I, oh, I don't know. Oh, there are more yeah, of them. Mary, Mary's cool. We don't hang out with them that much, but like if we're with Jason and Brett, like they all hang out together. So we'll like see them. Dylan, I have to say it is random that you guys are friends with Jason and Brett. Yeah, it's super random. It's super random. <laughs> Super. Random. Yeah, it's super. You're like, when we go to LA and we just hang out with our best friends, Jason, did they find your house for you? No. So I actually, before I knew that they were on the show, I wanted to, cause like, I didn't know what Hannah was going to do. I didn't know if we were going to live in San Diego or what the plan was. So I was just looking at, you know, Hey, he like hooked me up. He's like, Hey, talk to Mary. She works for us. And she's like coincidentally on the show. Had no idea. Talked to her. We were like, they were going to help me find a house. And I was just going to buy like a little townhouse or something like that. And then ended up not working out. Then it was quarantine. And then we were like, okay, we want to live in San Diego. So then, unfortunately, they didn't. I would have loved to have been on a season. but <laughs> Oh, in LA, you mean? Not in San... I guess they don't yeah, work out yeah. in there San was, Diego. There was like a brief moment in time where I was like, I mean, I could get a house in LA and just drive to San Diego like three days a week. But Wait, why, why can't you... You're the owner. You could change where it is, No. Uh, I mean, yeah, technically, but San Diego is just like, I don't know if you've ever been here. I think it's just like different. And I think San Diego in a few years is going to be very like techie and we want to be a part of that community as it like kind of grows into that. And Mm. there's like a ton of like cool tech companies that have come out of here, but it's really biotech. And I want us to be like the, one of the first like consumer sick, like tech apps and companies that comes where it's like. You don't have to live in the Bay Area. You don't have to live in like New York or Chicago. Like you can come to San Diego and like everything gets sicker. So that's my. That's my and, and I think we talked about it before we started recording, but but we were talking about the fact that Hannah was down to to move to San Diego, which is, I mean, where is she from originally? Alabama. Alabama. Little, Damn. A little different. Yeah. A little different. A little different. Yeah. And and she's vibing with San Diego now. I think she likes it. Yeah. I mean, she does like it. We, it's but you, your friends aren't there, right? Like you don't have like friends around you. I have friends here. Oh, you have. Cause you're from there, but Hannah, she, so she definitely has like a few that she can hang out with, but it, like, it's kind of hard. Cause you can't just like go to a bar and meet people that you like and like want to hang out with. So it's kind of, I mean, but what, when can we do that? Like in regular times we do. Maybe. Well, like you go to events and like your friend brings a friend and you guys get on. Oh, okay. Or you yeah. Dinner. Listen. Listen, at the end of the day, I always tell my husband too, like if you have something amazing somewhere, like we'll move there. You know what I mean? Like you do what you have to do. Unless it's Ohio. <laughs> Unless it's Ohio. I've been. To- I have never been. Have you been to Ohio? Cleveland. We're not moving there. I'm not moving there. Okay. That reminds me that I don't know if you guys know, but so Tasha season, it's at La Quinta. We need to talk for a moment about the fact that I was dying at like, I'm just trying to picture like the producers trying to get creative about like, hey, what can we do at La Quinta? Truth or dare? Why La Quinta? They couldn't do the four seasons. This is- That's what I'm saying. So I wanted to tell you guys, uh, Matt, Matt James's season. Oh, sorry. What were you saying? I was saying this show makes hundreds of millions of dollars a season. They couldn't go to... They couldn't go to Four Seasons or something like that. They had to go to La Quinta. 
And they saved so much money during the pandemic because Chris Harrison was filming Greatest of All Time in his fucking basement with his son as the cameraman and the producer. So La Quinta. So Matt James is. Do you remember JoJo's season? Oh, you weren't watching. But it's it's in the same area, right? Or is it the same? But it's a much bigger and nicer. I don't think. I think maybe it's in like Pennsylvania. I think they just. They were just like, you know, this season's this season's a wash. Like, I think that's kind of what they were thinking. Like, let's just make The Bachelor really good because I feel like the more more people watch The Bachelor than Bachelorette, right? I think so, which is kind of like it makes sense. I was gonna say because there's drama. Like, you only watch The Bachelor for the girls. You don't watch because for the girls. I was gonna say so. It's not sexist because we watch The Bachelor for the girls, actually, not for the guy. Yeah. So they probably yeah they and and you can do so much more there so i i probably think it'll be interesting because like i you know you usually know the lead and like nobody knows matt so like you'll be learning about matt and you'll also simultaneously be I mean we know him from quarantine crew i guess yeah <laughs> so did you watch the episode? And okay, so there was truth or dare. Yeah. The moment that really got me like angry, cynical was when Ivan, who's so cute, was in Tasha's room and she was like, let's play hot lava floors. Dylan's rolling his eyes, you guys. And I like him, though. But I love him. But I'm, I'm kind of like, again, when we talk about the cynical nature of the show, I don't know. He's almost too good. I'm like, you're too good for this. If that makes sense. That's, yeah. I know, I'm like, he's like, come he's on. He's pure. He's too pure. He's pure. Yeah, he's too pure. He's that's, pure. that's what I would call it. And I. They had a beautiful conversation, but it was one of the first, like, really, really, I mean, Tasha cried. Yeah. They were, ta- he was talking about his brother and they were talking about BLM and they were talking about growing up biracial that they have in common. It was like a really, oh, like, I, one of the deeper convos. Yeah, I'm saying he's too pure because that, I feel like was one of the few real things to come out of this any season. Like, I feel like that conversation was like one of the few real things. And I was like, I I felt very protective over him for some reason. Yeah. He opened up like a flat, like not in that annoying way. Like I remember there are a lot of people that open up in this, like my parents got divorced and you're like, boo hoo. Everyone's parents are divorced. And and they, they make you talk about that. Like, let's get that out of the way like sure makes you talk about that shit like i'm convinced i stayed for as long as i did on the first one solely well not solely but a huge part was that i didn't talk about any of that shit until the very end and then the next week i got sent home so that's like wait why that doesn't why would you get sent home for talking about jet well because I, I i like the show needs they need something like they need the drama they need like the sadness they need you like build a relationship with these people and like I, I think about it how many times does someone have a one-on-one and Every single person opens up about some tragedy and something like that. Whether it's like, wait, you opened up? Well, yeah, I talked about like my dad and stuff like. That. I was like, this is like this was a huge portion of me going out into because my dad passed away of cancer a few years ago, and I was like, this is what like I'm taking a chance because I want to find like what my parents had, even though they weren't together, they still loved each other. Like, so I was like, yeah, I, I'm trying to do this, and like I was being like, hey, you you should talk about this. You should open up about this. You should open up. I'm like, okay, fine, and then they get that, and then you get some help. So I think that is a huge portion that plays into this. That's why I was protective over him. So I was like, Mm, because it is because you guys are telling the truth and you are, you were saying before about like bringing people into your circle and here you are like telling 
the that's, world. That's why I'm like, I'm like, hey, like, I was pro- I was protective over him in the same way that I had said in the beginning. Like, you have to be very picky about who you kind of like bring in to your like circle and who you open up to and like vulnerable to. And so I don't know. I was watching that today. It's funny you brought that up, and I was like, it kind of made me. I was like very protective, like I said. Kind of made me. I was like, fuck, man, it's my boy. I love him. Yeah, he is really cute and I, he has such a you could tell that he's a really good guy and they had a really meaningful conversation. I remember I was being kind of cynical about Tasha because he was talking a lot and I was like, I wonder if she's like there. And then she started crying and also opening up. And I was like, but that was before or after the hot lava. And let's not forget the pillows with the feathers, but the feathers were never coming out of those pillows. You guys, that was like prop feathers and it pissed me off. <laughs> I mean, you know, that just comes with it. Like that kind of shit just happens. You just have to listen at the end of the day. They don't know what to do at La Quinta. They're used to like bungee jumping and mountain climbing or yeah. What else? They, they did the naked bungee jump on mine. They did. They went lobstering. They played basketball with the Celtics. I have a question to you. Is no one scared? Like if I were to go and they would be like, get in this helicopter made out of tin with pilot Pete. Like I wouldn't even get in it. Like I'm scared. Like no one's scared. Everyone's getting in helicopters, jumping out of planes. I, I think it, so when you, when you first like a, not apply for the show, but when you're in like the casting process, they ask you what you're afraid of. And I think that they take that and put people, they're like, Oh, he's afraid of this. Like, let's put him into a situation. That's exactly that. Yeah. So did you have an experience like that? Yeah, my first two dates were that. Like my first like group dates were getting naked, like being in a speedo. That was like my num- that was like one of my number one things. Like being naked in front of people or like about my body and so having to be in a speedo in front of everyone, let alone like national TV. And then the very next one, you know, I said I hate having my picture taken was a photo shoot. So I was like, fuck this. <laughs> Okay, but that's better than like jumping out of a plane. But I get it. A yeah. speedo, but now every episode they're in speedos. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's whatever. I don't know. Tasha's season's been great. It's amazing. Everybody should watch it. Like me. <laughs> like you have watching it. Yeah. And your mom is there now. That's is she like staying with you guys? So my mom's here helping us with Thanksgiving. She's looking around trying to like find a house because I think she's going to move to San Diego now because it's me, my brother, my cousin, Hannah. So we're all down here. So where is she living now? So I grew up in Orange County. And so we just sold like our childhood house. And then she lives in Wisconsin. And so now she's just like, I need to have a place in San Diego. So if I want to come see you guys and then she can go back. Oh, wow. Why does she live in Wisconsin? Wait, that, why are, wait. You were born and raised in Orange County. So why is your mom in Wisconsin? So my great, I think it was my great grandparents emigrated to Chicago. And then everybody would go because like Chicago and Ellis Island are like the two spots for people to come into the U.S. So then they would always go to Green Lake because that's like what everybody in Chicago did. They would go to Wisconsin and then they would go to one of the lakes because there's so many. And so then they took my mom's parents who then took my mom who then took us. And so now it's just been like a hundred years of people going there. And now we have a house. So, Oh, she has a house out there. She doesn't yeah. live out there full time. No, she'll, she'll split between here and San, in San Diego. Between Wisconsin and San Diego. Yeah. Cause Wisconsin's nice. It's like super secluded green. Yeah. I remember I wanted to go to college there for no reason. I was like Wisconsin Madison. I didn't even know why. I just thought it was it probably would have been fun though. Did you, did you go to college? 
I did. Yeah, I went to Williams in Massachusetts, small school. Oh wow! So you you are like West Coast East Coast kind of guy. Yeah. So I went from here to Mass, and then I lived in London for a summer. I worked in New York for a summer. I lived in San Francisco for like two years, and then I moved to San Diego. So I've been like all over. I still don't get how Wisconsin plays into it with your mom. What do you mean? I feel like I exp- my great grandparents came to Chicago. No, but no, but now that she lives there, but you didn't grow up there at all. You said I go every summer. Oh, you go there every summer. Yeah. Like we, my family has gone at least every summer for a hundred years. Summer in Wisconsin. That's like interesting to me. It's right next door to Chicago, to Illinois. When they came, where did they immigrate from? Greece. I'm Greek. Oh, you're Greek. Okay. Yeah. Oh, such a beautiful place, Greece. I'm Israeli, and it's like an hour away on uh, the plane. Yeah, Greece is sick. I've never, I've never been there, but to to Israel, but I always wanted to go. It's a vibe. Have you been? Yeah, I grew up there, and uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Greece is literally an hour away beautiful israel is beautiful too but where'd you go i just want to where in greece in greece like mykonos mykonos yeah yeah mykonos. how beautiful is that mykonos is sick but i heard my friend was just in roads in road roads oh. even the places that don't get like known for being the most beautiful everything's just beautiful there like i don't get why i live in new york sometimes dylan dylan barber everyone thank you so much for coming on of course. Thank you. This was super fun. I know we didn't really talk super about the season at all. So, Visor? Yes. VI. I'm downloading it now. Please. That would be amazing. VI. VI Z E R. Like incentivize. V- Visor. And it does. It get mad. I don't, if anything will give me incentive to fucking do some physical activity, it would be giving back because I'm just so, you know, so charitable, kind hearted. So, so charitable. Dylan, you're amazing and so sweet. And I've loved having you on. And it was just a, you know, a plan to get you on here to talk about Tasha season. But I just wanted to know what's up with you and your life. Thank you. No. Oh, and you were also in that beautiful place called like Joshua something. Oh, Joshua Tree. It was my brother's 30th birthday. So we went to like that invisible house. Then we got lost in the desert and I had to like find my way back. So it was, that was an- That looked Gorgeous. Everyone go check out their their photos and, and Hannah put up some of your new home and it looks beautiful. We're there now. I don't know if people are going to like see this, but this is the guest room. So that's where I'm at. He's inviting us all to come to the guest room is what you're saying. Yes, please come hang out. Well, we can fit like three people in here. Thank you, Dylan. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday.